On Tuesday, the NFL owners met to vote on several rule change proposals for the upcoming season, and by the end of the meeting, several new measures have passed. The most notable change will be new language defining a catch. For the past several seasons, fans, players, and even referees seem to be confused on what exactly constituted a catch. Now, after being approved, the NFL hopes the new rule will be much easier to understand and in turn officiate. The biggest change in the new catch rule is that it eliminates the need for a player to, quote, survive the ground when completing a catch. Now, a catch is defined by a three-step process. One, control of the ball. Two, establishing yourself in bounds. And three, performing a football move, meaning a third step or reaching out with the ball. While the NFL hopes that new set of standards makes things easier, until it's officially implemented in game action, there's no way to truly know if it will actually solve any of the confusion around a catch. The owners also approved a new rule, which gives Senior Vice President of Officiating Al Riveron the ability to eject players for non-football acts. That means plays after the whistle, like unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, could result in a player getting tossed from the game even if the referees on the field aren't the ones deciding to do that. The issue arose from a play last year when Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski essentially body-slammed Bills cornerback Tredavious White well after the play was blown dead, and he was only assessed with a 15-yard penalty. Now, Riveron, who will be sitting in the NFL replay headquarters, can opt to eject a player for that type of behavior. The last notable rule change that was approved Tuesday was expanding the penalties for helmet-to-helmet contact. The new rule is essentially the NFL's version of the NCAA's targeting rule. Now, when a player lowers his head to initiate contact with his helmet, he is subject to a 15-yard penalty and possible ejection. Interestingly enough, the rule applies to not just defensive players, but ball carriers and linemen as well. It's all part of the NFL's effort to reduce head injuries as much as possible in the wake of more and more damning data linking football and brain injury. Reaction amongst players and coaches to the new targeting rule was lukewarm at best, with many wondering on Twitter and through interviews how it could potentially change the game. That wraps up the rule changes we'll see for next season, and in theory, they all have their merits. But they will all be sure to generate some controversy at some point or another when they are questionably enforced or if they have a negative impact on somebody's team. Next year, for all we know, we could still be totally unclear on what it catches and have yet another new definition. We'll just have to wait and see until the new season begins to see how these things all work out. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor. The battle between ESPN and Fox for Peyton Manning's color commentary services is officially over, and the winner is nobody. Manning decided that he isn't ready to jump into the world of broadcasting, rejecting overtures from the two major networks that would have had reportedly netted the former QB $10 million a year. ESPN wanted Manning to headline their flagship Monday Night Football broadcast, while Fox was hoping to have Peyton work on their recently acquired Thursday night games. After weeks of courting him, however, Manning said thanks, but no thanks. It's well known that Peyton Manning wants to own or run his own NFL team one day, and reports indicate that he felt signing a contract to be a broadcaster 
would delay that. Now, each network will turn to their Plan Bs, which include plenty of other well-known ex-NFL players. Fox has reportedly already tried out the recently retired Joe Thomas and Carson Palmer, while also considering players currently on NFL rosters, Jason Witten and Greg Olson. As far as ESPN goes, they are creating a whole new broadcast for Monday Night Football after John Gruden's departure to coach the Raiders and the reassignment of Sean McDonough to college football. The four-letter network has a few in-house candidates that could potentially fill the void, like Matt Hasselbeck and Randy Moss, but they may also look to the NFL Network's Kurt Warner, and AwfulAnnouncing.com suggests Brett Favre may even be a dark horse option. For those who feel disappointed that you won't hear the dulcet tones of Peyton Manning on their NFL broadcast, worry not. The future Hall of Famer will still be heard and seen plenty over the course of the NFL season, as he appears to be contractually obligated to appear in every other commercial. ESPN and Fox will just have to move on and live with not having to pay someone with no broadcasting experience $10 million a year to do broadcasting. I'm Jeff Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. It's Wednesday, March 28th. All of Tuesday's basketball games are finished up. Here is your morning after in the NBA. The Wizards topped the Spurs 116-106. to Seven different players on Washington scoring double figures, led by a game-high 15 points from Markeith Morris. And Kelly Oubre Jr. adds 12 points and 9 rebounds off the bench in the win. Marcus Aldridge scores 13 points but leaves the game in the second quarter with an apparent knee injury. And Patty Mills scores 11 points, gets 3 steals, and hands out 6 assists in San Antonio's loss. Toronto edges out Denver 114-110. The Raptors have 7 players score in double figures with DeMar DeRozan scoring 15 points and dishing out 8 assists. And Serge Ibaka chips in with 13 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 blocks in the victory. Nikola Jokic leads all scores with 29 points, adding 8 assists and 16 rebounds. And Paul Millsap scores 20 points for the Nuggets in their loss. The Heat beat up the Cavaliers 98-79. Kelly Olenek puts up a game-high 19 points, adding 3 steals and 5 rebounds off the bench. And James Johnson ends his night with 15 points, 3 blocks, 5 assists, and 9 boards in Miami's victory. On the losing side, LeBron James goes for 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists. And Kevin Love only plays 7 minutes after getting hit in the mouth with his tooth getting knocked out for Cleveland. Chicago is blown out by Houston, 118-86. to Eric Gordon leads the game in scoring, dropping 31 points. And Chris Paul finishes up with a 13.4 steal, 10 assist double-double for the Rockets in their win. Rookie Lowry Markkinen ends his night with 22 points, and Noah Vonley has a 10.12 rebound double-double off the bench in the Bulls' loss. New Orleans falls to Portland 107-103. Damian Lillard pours in a game-high 41 points, adding 4 steals, 6 assists, and 9 rebounds. And Yusef Nurkic finishes with a 21-point, 4-block, 10-rebound double-double in the Blazers' victory. Anthony Davis puts up a 36-point, 6-block, 14-rebound double-double. And Drew Holiday has a 21-point, 11-assist, 11-rebound triple-double for the Pelicans in the losing effort. The Kings drop their game to the Mavericks, 103-97. Harrison Barnes leads all scorers with 20 points, grabs 5 boards, and hands out 6 assists. And rookie Dennis Smith Jr. adds 19 points and 6 assists in the Dallas win. 
Scala Brissier scores 19 points and grabs 8 boards. And Costa Kofu scores 15 points, adding 8 rebounds off the bench for Sacramento in their loss. Indiana takes down Golden State 92-81. Victor Oladipo is the game's high point man, scoring 24 to go with 6 assists and 6 rebounds. And Thaddeus Young goes for a 17-point, 10-rebound double-double in the Pacers' victory. Nick Young scores 12 points, and Kevin Looney adds 8 points and 11 rebounds off the bench for the Warriors in their loss. And the final game Tuesday, the Clippers defeat the Bucks 105-98. Tobias Harris ends the contest with 19 points and 5 rebounds, and DeAndre Jordan finishes with a 12.16 rebound double-double in LA's win. Giannis Antetokounmpo scores a game-high 26 points, blocks 5 shots, hands out 7 assists, and grabs 9 rebounds. And Chris Middleton has 22 points and 7 boards for Milwaukee in their loss. That's the buzzer for this edition of the Morning After in the NBA. I'm Jeff Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor.